Today I'm so excited for our solo. We're going to talk about the advancements we make in really sun care redefined because we talk so much about preventing sun damage because we know that 80% of skin aging and free radical damage, which means sort of the advanced aging of our cells, comes from environmental exposure. Not only to UV radiation or what we call sun exposure, but also the combined elements of full light exposure, UV, blue light, infrared radiation, airborne and waterborne pollution particles. So all of those things go into really having us rethink sun care technology. And as you know, for those of you who may or may not know in listening, um, I am a formulator at Skin Authority of our skincare products. So I spend a lot of time looking at the research and more importantly, what type of ingredient technology can truly give us a new generation of sun care technology that addresses the full spectrum of environmental light, antioxidant regeneration, immune defense, and of course, we want that cosmetic desire to have something sheer, luxurious, inclusive. So today we'll talk about you know, what we really should look for when looking for effective sun care ingredients that work for us in light of this new world that we're in, but also as we navigate sort of the new normal, which means all of the indoor exposure we have via Zoom and all of our technology and our devices that we're on all day long, um, we're even at a clubhouse now, so we're in front of the screen even more. But it's also about ensuring that we're looking at ways to ensure the well-being that we have and also to invest in sun care technology that gives you and your family and your loved ones um, full protection for a long, healthy life. So let's start off by just talking about some of the basics of what we've learned uh, recently about preventing melanoma or skin cancer and the kind of steps that we can take. You know, we always say that we, for many of us, wearing sunscreen or protection from the environment is one of the easiest and simplest daily habits we can take on that will ensure not only great looking skin and reducing lines and wrinkles and discoloration, but also ensure our health and longevity overall. But many times I hear from people, they'll say, hey, you know, I don't want to wear sunscreen because it doesn't allow me to make enough vitamin D. Well, one of the most interesting things that we now know is in July, the Journal of Cosmetic Science uh, last year, uh, Anthony Young presented an article that talked all about how vitamin D is made in the skin, the threshold of how much light exposure you need for D to be made. And lo and behold, what we now know is that the threshold of D being made is lower than the threshold of you burning from the sun. So in other words, you need less time in the sun to make vitamin D than you would have to burn. So that means that in a very small amount of time, assuming that we have great levels of D in our skin, when we're in the sun, we can make plenty of vitamin D and still wear our sunscreen and be safe. So this whole new field is looking at really understanding that there's a lot of vitamin D that can be made with the limited amount of sun that comes through your sunscreen, and it's more than enough for us to be healthy. So we're learning more and more that 
you don't have to feel that if you're wearing sunscreen, you're going to reduce the amount of D that you're making. And I think that's such a great marriage of health and well-being and protection. So what should we look for when we're looking for ingredients that we want to protect us? Well, we know that some of the most effective sun care ingredients, and more importantly, also earth-friendly ingredients that neutralize light are things like zinc oxide, titanium dioxide, vitamin C, vitamin B6, vitamin B3, all of those things, as well as the avabenzone family, oxybenzone, but we do know that oxybenzone and avabenzone or ingredient, anything in the zone family or things that have been identified to potentially be harmful to our reefs. So when you hear the term reef safe, more and more people are looking at looking at sun and environmental protection that uses minerals, which are the oxide families, um, instead of the zone families to really ensure that we have reefs safe. But it goes beyond that because we also know that those minerals provide other forms of protection um, that allow us to ensure that the antioxidant levels in our body are protected and stay safe as well. So we want to really know that wearing sunscreen is the number one goal. We know that titanium dioxide, zinc oxide are great physical blocks to UV rays. And more importantly, we also know that it, it can do a lot in terms of also feeling good on the skin and maybe not as greasy and as oily. So you want to try a mineral, mineral sunscreen you can also look at a tinted sunscreen for a product that does double duty. And what I mean by that is if you want to be a one and done where you want to be able to, you know, kind of put something on that gives you a little nice coloration and go out, you can look at tinted moisturizing sunscreens. But also the other part of having a little bit more tint is that when you have pigment in the sunscreen, it actually acts as an additional SPF. So it gives you a little more SPF protection so ideally looking for an SPF 50 that's tinted or, or higher is really a great choice in terms of giving you some great coverage, but also giving you full protection. But remember that an SPF is only about protecting you from the UVB rays that burn you, not UVA. So you want to make sure that your sunscreen also says broad spectrum or full spectrum, which means it protects you from all the spectrums of UVA and UVB. And more importantly, you want to also think about light that comes from things other than the sun. So definitely we know that all forms of light, so for example, your devices that we're in front of, 15 minutes in front of your phone or your laptop, um, just staring at that screen is the equivalent of an hour in the sun unprotected. So just think for yourself, do the math. Hmm, how many 15 minute blocks? How many hours do I spend, right? Because for every 15 minutes, that means for four segments of 15 minutes in an hour. So for it gives me four hours of sun exposure unprotected. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm spending a lot. So if you have four, hour, four hours of sun exposure to every one hour of screen exposure, then you really ought to be suiting up and protecting yourself from indoor light as well as outdoor light because you're actually getting a lot more exposure from that indoor light than you do outside. And probably a lot of us don't think about that. So the key thing you can do is ensure you're wearing sunscreen indoors and out, you know, putting it on and thinking about it like you do moisturizing. You just put it on in the morning. And in fact, most sunscreens now have a moisture surface so you can do a one and done and put that on. But you also want to think about not only boosting up 
the level of protection you get from the sun, but you also want to look at the light protection. So definitely wearing vitamin C and vitamin B3 um, under your sunscreen or in your sunscreens is a great way to not only give you an ability to fight the damage of the sun, but believe it or not, those particular antioxidants actually neutralize the free radicals that prematurely break down collagen and elastin. So that means you're going to be firmer, you're going to be uh, a lot more protected from free radical damage when you prep with those in the morning. You can also look, you'll see um, vitamin B3 is often called niacinamide, or you'll hear many people refer to it as niacinamide, either way that you pronounce it, that's actually B3, it's a fatty acid molecule, so it gives you a lot of great texture and moisture to the skin as well. We put it in our skin suit product so that it gives you full protection um, from all forms of light, but also gives you that nice firm texture, and we even have a little tint in skin suit as well so we give you that nice coloration that if you want a one and done it's there but you'll see that that's really the future of technology is looking at all the light that comes to you indoors and outdoors and making sure you're protected the other part to really know is that if you have any form of skin cancer so when i say that a lot of us think of melanoma as being the one that you want to really avoid simply because melanoma is the most deadly. However, when you think about skin cancer in general, you have basal cell and squamous cell uh, cancer cells. And many times I hear a lot of our patients in our clinic will come in and say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad, you know, I just had squamous cell or basal cell and that's actually, you know, the least damaging. Well. The reality is you really don't want any form of skin cancer because, yes, if you have one basal cell carcinoma, you're, you're going to think, okay, that's not that serious. But when you get another one and another one, so for some, someone like myself who's had multiple, more than a handful of uh, skin cancer removed, every for every three cancers I have removed, my likelihood of getting melanoma increases significantly. So if you have had three basal cell or squamous cell cancer removals or identifications, um, then you're s almost 70% more likely to be a candidate for melanoma. So what does that mean? That doesn't mean you're going to get melanoma, but what it means is that you really need to be vigilant about ensuring that you are protecting your skin and then you're wearing it. So I just don't want any of us to be lulled into a false sense of comfort that a minor skin cancer being found is nothing because it's not nothing. I don't want you to freak out and think, you know, have high anxiety over it, but I just want you to be aware that the more that you have, the more likely a more serious form will be there. So let's just make sure we're protecting ourselves every day and we're having the right amount of coverage. What does that mean? Well, you want to always look at a shot glass and I can tell you right now from many of you saying, oh, I have a sunscreen from two years ago. Is it still good? Well, one, you shouldn't have a sunscreen from two years ago. You shouldn't even have a sunscreen tube that's from two months ago because if you're wearing it every day, you're going to use that sunscreen up, right? So definitely if you have a tube from last summer, you're not wearing enough sunscreen. So I love the shot glass because everyone can visualize a shot glass. That's about what you need to put on your face and your arms and your legs. Your full body, maybe two shot glasses if you're wearing you know, a small bikini. So at the end of the day, we wanna be wearing about that much every day. 
Um, and more importantly, if you're out in the sun and you're sweating or you're swimming or you're doing anything else where water gets on the skin, there is no sunscreen that is waterproof. That's why no sunscreens can say that. They'll say water resistant, which means that you can go in the water and it might not come off 100%, but you definitely want to reapply if you go in and you get wet in any way. And you also want to reapply about every two hours, regardless of the sunscreen type you're wearing, because the sunscreen ingredients break down when they're in the sun as well. Um, so of course, there's a lot of progress on that. When you look at technology like our skin suit, we don't break down as quickly because we there's a patented mineral coating around the mineral that slows that breakdown from happening, but all sunscreens need to be reapplied. So just be conscious of that as we go into ensuring that your daily measures are wearing it every day, reapplying every couple of hours, and making sure you're wearing enough sunscreen to give effective coverage. So I know what you're gonna ask, what about the spray-on sunscreens? Well, the thing I'll share with you is that if you hold the spray-on sunscreen really close to the skin, yes, you can see where that's going on. But for most of us, right, we're spraying it as we're going. We're trying to spray it on our kids or our spouses running around on the beach, and the wind is blowing. Um, what happens is wind blows those particles, so you don't really have any way of knowing how consistently the sunscreen's gotten on the body. And that's one of the things that we see is there isn't consistent coverage with spray-ons. So, you know, when you're putting it on with your hand, you can kind of see or feel where you're going and make sure you don't miss as many areas. So I always encourage you that if you're going to be in the sun for an extended period of time, you know, a rub-on sunscreen is going to be a little bit more reliable in terms of getting the right kind of coverage. Um, and you can double up. You can do a, you know, apply that and then spray to refresh as you're outdoors. Um, the other part is, you know, any of the sunscreen sprays aren't as healthy for the environment because you're using aerosols, which aren't super healthy for our ozone and our air. So I like the idea of a lotion being a little more earth friendly as well when we look at that type of pro pro protection. Um, the other thing that I want to share with you is just thinking about how important when we talk about sun protection, you want to make sure that it, we call it 10 to 2. Between the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. is when the UV is at its highest strength. And by the way, what's great today is if you have an iPhone or you have an Apple Watch or you have, you know, any of the droids as well, there most of our weather um, channels or most of our weather data on our phones will also give you UV ratings for the day. So, for example, my Apple Watch this morning came up and said we had an 80 UV rating today in San Diego. That means a lot of UV. So definitely you want to be making sure you're checking those UV ratings because you don't want to be out when it's 80 to 100 um, percent because that's really strong rays. So you can be in the sun between 10 and 2, but be under an umbrella, wear a hat, have, you know, sunglasses during that time because that's a super way for you to, to be able to ensure that you're not being exposed. Also make sure that when you're sitting under, under an umbrella, be aware that sand is reflective and water is reflective. So if you're even if you're sitting under an umbrella, have any of you ever gotten burned when you're skiing and you're like, okay, I had a helmet, I had a, had goggles on, I was covered completely up. How does that happen? Well, snow is super reflective. In the same way, water and cement 
and soft tile. Those things reflect up. So you can be sitting in a chair under an umbrella, but the light is you know, bouncing those rays back directly on your skin. So be aware to not sit next to water or on a highly um, a surface like concrete when it's high, high sunlight, because that reflective surface will do the same as if you were just bathing unexposed uh, or completely exposed. And then the last thing that I'll share with you is to really think about not only being in the shade between the hours of 10 and 2, ensuring that you're wearing sunscreen, ensuring that you're reapplying, being careful about being around reflective surfaces like water and concrete. But the other thing we want to think about too is making sure that when we're out in the sun that we're wearing, if we can, you know, protective clothing if you're going to be in the sun for hours. And right now you have so many products and, and, and outdoor wear that have UV protection built in. So really you look at that, everything from hats to sunglasses to the shirts that you can wear and throw over your swimsuits. Those are every layer of protection helps in keeping that sun exposure. And last but not least, 80% of the lines, wrinkles, discoloration, the sagging in our skin comes from environmental, what's called extrinsic aging factors. So you're going to slow way down the aging process and that's going to be huge for you in terms of how you look, but it's going to be even a bigger return in terms of how safe you are. And the last thing I'll share is if you have babies, one is you want to be ensuring that, that all babies have sunscreen on, but if you have a baby in a carriage or you have them in a bassinet or you have them in a little basket out in the sun, um, you know, there's a lot of these little screens that, that fold down over the baby's face, but from where you're standing behind the stroller, when you put that down, it looks like it's covering their face. But what you want to do is walk in front of the stroller and you want to look directly from the front of the stroller in at the baby and see if the sun is coming, is coming under that shade. Because in many cases it is, and there are so many instances where children are burned um, you know, because the sun was coming from the other direction and the mom couldn't see it. So walk around and just see as you as have your baby stationary, are they 100% covered from the sun? And that also goes for car seats, because when a baby's in a car seat, the light is coming through the window. And many times we have the baby not facing us, they're facing away from us. So you really want to go in that back seat, sit in the back seat and look at the baby and see how much light exposure, particularly if you're taking a road trip, and that baby's gonna be in there for a while. Uh, but always suit that child up, suit yourself up. Um, if you haven't done so, definitely try skin suit, not just because of skin authority, but because it is all inclusive of all forms of light and is able to be worn by a child from six up and it's reef safe and 100% organic mineral. If you have questions, always feel free to reach out to one of our coaches. You know, we want you to be able to ask questions about what keeps you safe and well. And more importantly, our whole purpose to be here at Skin Authority is for you to live a long, healthy life, not only with gorgeous skin, but skin that's playing the role of protector of all the organs in your body. And if we keep it healthy, it does that job beautifully. So stay well, be kind, have fun, and we'll see you on our next episode of Bare Skin.